Anybody blessed and highly favored? Well, stand with me as we read some word this morning and get into this message. We have uh, entered into this season uh, celebrating this Christmas Thanksgiving season. This coming Thursday, whether you know it or not, is Thanksgiving. Uh, no matter who you're celebrating with, all right? Uh, it's Thanksgiving. And we should be giving thanks. We should have an understanding, a deep understanding of this. But this is who we are. We are blessed and highly favored. You are blessed and highly favored. Not moderately favored, uh, sort of favored, but I am blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. So um, uh, let's look and read this scripture again. I've shared this with you before in Luke chapter 1, verse 46. Read this with me. Uh, These are the words of Mary. Uh, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations... Just read that again. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him... From generation to generation, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. Now just pause And I want you to see that she is blessed and highly favored, but she reaches all the way back to Abraham. God didn't just start blessing us today. We are blessed and we have been blessed. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to receive your word. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Today, I want to speak to you from the thought, bless, blessed, and a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. Shout it, I am blessed to be a blessing. What a strange Thanksgiving season. Can't travel. <laughs> Limited numbers of guests around your table. But how many know God is still a blessing God? And the Bible teaches constantly when we honor God with our lives and we choose to keep Him first, the Bible says that He will command blessing in our life. Deuteronomy 28 says that the Lord will command the blessing on you. I said he will command blessing. I love this scripture because when God says something, it happens. God God is not just throwing some idle chatter in your direction. It's not, I hope it will happen. Maybe it will happen. No, it's a fact. It's not just a word. It is the truth. It's a spiritual law and you can count on it. Come on. The Lord will command the blessing on you. And yes, this holiday season may not be the same as those in the past. Anybody got some really sweet holiday memories? Mine was going to Mamaw's house in Kentucky. I was asking you to pray for Darlene and I, my, my cousin, and I, 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 I spent so many Thanksgivings with my Darlene, my, my, my cousin Darlene and all the family. And, and you know that's kind of odd right now because um, 
we are not necessarily able. Thanksgiving is going to be at your house. And some of you will be quarantined with that one friend, your turkey. And you might say, don't be talking about my husband like that. I'm, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, the turkey I'm talking about will be gone at the end of the day. I think we should take advantage of times like this. Perhaps you need to sit down and take an inventory of all that the Lord has done in your life. You're alive. Somebody take a breath. I'm alive. I'm alive. You may have suffered some loss, but you were also blessed from places you didn't know you could be blessed from. Somebody thank God for our online crowd right now. Some of you are watching on your phone. Some of you are watching on your TV. Uh, some of you are watching on YouTube, and some of you are watching on Facebook, and some of you are watching on the website, or you're watching on Hulu, all kinds of places that you're watching from. Aren't you glad that you can be at home and still be blessed? Amen. At home. But, you know, so, some of you are at home, and you might say home is difficult, but some of you, your home has gotten better lately. Amen. Kids are actually talking to their parents Praise Jesus. I want you to take another look at the story of Mary again as, as we consider being blessed and highly favored. I love this moment with Mary. These words are very important words. For one reason, in the scripture, there are only four occasions in all of the Bible where Mary has anything to say. These are the largest moments. There are some other moments that she speaks as well. One of those moments you remember when Jesus, they can't find Jesus because he stayed in Jerusalem after they were headed back home. And she says, don't, don't you know, could you see her getting all mama on him right there? Don't you realize we were looking for you? We were, and Jesus already knew what was going on and he had a word for his mama. Don't you know I'm supposed to be about my father's business? But these words in Luke 1 and 46, she says, my soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Don't look at these as just cute little words, nice Christmas words. My soul is now magnifying in the Lord. And my spirit is on board with this and rejoicing in God, my Savior. Because this is my revelation. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. And behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. You can call her Mary, or you can call her blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Why don't you read that personally? For he who is mighty has done great things for who? For me. Say that again. For he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. For he who is mighty has done great things for me and in the future after I'm gone on, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, people who spiritually are my children will look and say, I'm so blessed because she was blessed, because he was blessed. The light has has come on Mary. The light has shown up in Mary's life, and we find her rejoicing. Her soul is rejoicing, and her spirit has rejoiced. I, do you get that? Embrace that for a moment. Her soul has rejoiced 
and her spirit has rejoiced. Her mind, her will, her emotions have all joined together and decided. Because at the beginning, she wasn't there. She wasn't right there where her soul was rejoicing. Has anybody struggled in your soul rejoicing? Anybody been there? Because you're emotional, you got issues, you got stuff going on in your life, and you're confused. But she has gotten until to this place where the light has come on and everything is connected. Well, I can praise God. Even though I don't feel like it, I'm going to praise God. But then you get this revelation until you actually feel like praising God. Anybody been? I just feel, I feel like praising him. Somebody says, well, you're getting all emotional. What? Well, the problem is, is your emotions haven't joined the party yet, all right? Your emotions should come alongside. My mind, my thoughts, I have so many crazy thoughts. Anybody have crazy thoughts? What's going to happen? What's going to happen next? I mean, we just keep jumping on the news, trying to get all the numbers, trying to figure out what I'm going to do and what's going to happen. And then finally, my mind, my, my intellect gets on board and says, wait a minute. Let, let God's word be true in every man a liar. Let, let God's word be the truth. And my mind begins to say, no, I am blessed. And then my will tells my body to lift up my hands and open up my mouth. And she says, my soul magnifies the Lord. Sometimes I have to say, my soul will magnify the Lord. My emotions are not in control of my life. I am control of my emotions, so I will rejoice. I will clap my hands. I will praise my God, for he has done great things, and he is doing great things in my life. Praise God. This is not one of those I'll praise God anyhow moments. Now, I've had those. Anybody had those? It is not. Sometimes I'm like, I'll praise God even though I'm not really blessed. I don't feel blessed. Even though God says, even though God says I am blessed and I don't feel blessed. The problem is our lack of understanding when we are in difficult moments. Wow, that'll preach right there, won't it? The troubled moments when emotions are running the show and you're just angry. Anybody ever just got mad and slapped a table or something? Anybody done that this week? All right, anybody just, just anything and everything. But Mary had a revelation where everything connected in her soul and her spirit and she rejoiced and it was about the blessing. I know it hasn't all come together for some of you. I was thinking about 35 years ago, about this time of the year, I found myself in a very frustrated place. 35 years ago, my wife and I and our uh, newborn baby, our, our young baby, and uh, our toddler. Anybody ever had tots in your life? Anybody have, having two of those? And so you got tots, and we were in another state. We weren't living here at that time, uh, and the bills had piled up. Can I get a bills piled up? Amen. All right. The bills were high. And one of the reasons is because the bill had come in from the baby. Because they don't let you just have babies for free these days. They actually send you a bill. I'm saying, have you seen this thing? I, you should have paid me for delivering this baby. But we couldn't pay the bill. And we had a huge hospital bill. And my wife, she had picked up some extra work. She used to sell Princess House Crystal. Everybody remember that? She was selling that. Thank God for the grocery money. Praise you, Jesus. 
And, and, but, but at the same time, we were just unsettled in our spirit and knew the Lord was also wanting to move us. We, there was like this, you're not going to be staying here living where you are right now. Didn't have money to go anywhere. Didn't know what we were going to do. Didn't have the money to do anything with the place we were at at the time that we were there. We didn't know where. We, we knew uh, we had been offered a couple of opportunities to go, but the Holy Spirit kept saying no. And I'm saying, well, Holy Spirit, if not that, what? And Holy Ghost, who's going to pay this bill? And, you know, I was, I was a lot younger 35 years ago than I am now. I, what are they going to do? Come and, you know, you know, come take my baby back or something? I mean, how, what are they? We didn't know. But we waited on the Lord. And it was in that time that a brother came and asked us if he could, if we, he could pay off our hospital bill. We didn't call anybody. We didn't ask anybody. A guy walked up and paid our $1,200 hospital bill. And then my mother pulled me aside and told me that the Lord had told her that I was going to fly. And she didn't want me to. Do you hear what I'm saying? And a man I had met two years before called me on the phone and asked me if I'd be willing to move to Virginia Beach, Virginia as the associate pastor. And then they sent a truck to pick up all of our stuff. I didn't know there was anything as a moving truck 35 years ago. I didn't know. I thought you had to put it in your own pickup truck and borrow some other cars. And you and some buddies did it by yourself. And that's okay. That works. Somebody say amen. But we were moving all the way to the coast. And suddenly there's this Beckins company that was there loading up all my stuff. And so we loaded up the truck and we moved to Virginia Beach. And uh, the, the church that we would be later asked to pastor. Now, I found this to be true about God. When you bless God, God will bless you and you will become a blessing. I'm, I'm telling you this. This is a spiritual truth. This is a spiritual law that I'm sharing with you. When you bless God, God will bless you and you will become a blessing. Let me just give you some words. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Evidently, we're supposed to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Soul, bless the Lord and all that is within me. Psalm 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Or Psalm 96 and 2. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples, for the Lord is great. Say that with me. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. I love praising God. I played football when I was in high school, and uh, all 135 pounds of me played football in high school. So, and I'm saying, I'm saying that to tell you, I wasn't built for taking that kind of physical punishment. I mean, people looked at me and thought, I'm going to break him in half. And I was hit so hard that, you know, at this point in my life, it still hurts. But I am built for blessing the Lord. You might say, well, what can I do? You know, what ministry? Let's start here. Let's just start before you take over any ministry, before you decide to teach. Let's start this way. Go ahead and bless the Lord. 
Let his praise continually be in your mouth. He, you, he built you to be a blesser. And I know, you know, Emery, what a great praise leader he is. And these singers up here. And I'm so glad we have a worship leader like Emery Diggs to usher us into the presence of God. But I'm going to give you a secret about Emery Diggs, all right? He's not in the room right now. I can talk about him behind his back as long as I need to. I'm going to tell you, he doesn't always feel like it. Doesn't always, Tam, amen? Doesn't always, we don't always just feel like it. Sometimes we, we, we need to sing anyway. Anybody remember that song we used to sing? A hymn, some people remember old hymns. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. But can I tell you, we need to bless him right now. When I get to heaven, I'm going to be able to sing like Brother Emery. I've always thought. When I get there, I'll be able to do them runs. I'll be able to sing and all of that. Praise God. But you don't have to be a singer or a preacher to bless the Lord. Because blessing is not something that you only do when you sing. Blessing is your spiritual posture. Blessing is your spiritual posture. Say it with me. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. The word blessing or bless is the word barak. It is a practical word meaning to kneel or make yourself low. It is, it is good to do it practically. Anybody just kneel before the Lord? Just kneel before him? It, but it's even better when you're doing it spiritually. How many ever bless the food before you eat it? Okay. Sometimes it's like, oh, God, bless this food. I don't know where it came from. I'm not sure about the cook. Oh, God. Bless. It's like that buffet food. You know, bless, bless it, Jesus. Bless it. I don't know where. I don't know who touched it. I don't know. Oh, God. But that's really not what the idea is. The, the idea of blessing or blessing your bread um, Jesus may have, when he blessed the bread, it might have been the Jewish blessing. Blessed is he who brings forth the bread from the earth. What? Well, you say, well, you know, I, I worked hard and got this bread. The reason this bread is on my table, it's because I'm, I'm, I work for it. But I, I need to get in your face for a moment. The reason there is bread on your table is not because you're a hard worker or because you brought a, bought a loaf at the store because you have a lot of money. It's because the Lord brings the rain and causes the seed to, to, to cause the grain to grow. You can't even harvest something that the Lord has not by his grace given us. And you can't harvest it unless the Lord gives you the strength in order to bring in the harvest. Bless the Lord. Blessing is my posture in life. I ain't all that. I am what I am because the Lord has allowed me to be who I am. Blessing the Lord is the posture you sing from. This is not a performance on this platform. It is a presentation of humbling ourselves before the Lord who has saved us. It's not just about a meal. It's his breath in our lungs. It's his clothes on my back. It's his son on my faith. It's his face. It's his strength in my body. It's his mercy that I live and I breathe and I have my being. Bless the Lord. Don't just bless yourself. Bless the Lord who has blessed you. 
We used to sing, look what the Lord has done. But in our hearts, we were singing, look at all the things I have done. Can I tell you, he gets all the glory and all of the praise. He blessed me before I ever blessed him. I am a walking, breathing story of God's grace and his mercy. I could not save myself. But blessing the Lord is a total posture of kneeling before him. It's the way I live my life. I might be standing here, but can I tell you, in my spirit, I'm kneeling at his feet. Your song should be a reflection, however, of your life. Did you hear me? Your song should be a reflection of life. Romans 12 and 1 says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Present your bodies holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. My life is my worship. My my worship, my song is the way I live and the way that I walk and the way that I talk. Everything that I do, I want it to glorify him. I want it to be humbly before him him. Ephesians 4, Paul writes this. He says, but that is not the way you learn Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on your new self, creating after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. My life is a sacrifice of worship. You say, why do you do what you do? Why do you live the way that you live? Why do you forgive when somebody has wounded you so deeply? You do it as an act of worship. After he has forgiven me, how can I not forgive my brothers and sisters? The Holy Spirit will enable you to change. Don't carry your sins and and your lies and your old way of life into your new life with Jesus. You're dead to your former way of life. Let's go to war against it through worship. I've been saved by grace and faith alone. That's why I get baptized after I'm saved. I choose to follow him, but I don't just get baptized. I leave my old self in the water. I die to my former self. So when I bless the Lord, I bless him with my whole life. Not just as a religious form, but literally laying down my life and walking in full obedience to him. I have been blessed. And now, come on, I'm going to live out that blessing. The the Lord said regarding Saul, he said this, to obey is better than sacrifice. On occasion, God would give instruction for just complete destruction. And the Amalekites had attacked Israel. They had been just a thorn in their side. And, and, and the Lord said, I want you to go and I, want you to, I don't want you to bring a cow back. I don't want you to bring a donkey back. I, I don't want anything from the Amalekites. I don't want them here. But Saul thought, well, you know, let me make a good business decision. I know what God has said, but I'm going to take some of this into my own house. That's what I'm going to do. And, and I, you know, I hear you, Saul, but God 
said, Saul, you didn't hear me. And he gave him this word. He said, this is, this is basically the last straw. The Lord's going to remove you, and he's going to bring somebody who is a man after his own heart, the worshiper by the name of David. I think the season of quarantine and, and realization that we cannot save ourselves should remind us that we need to come to the Lord with our whole hearts. And I'm saying, you say, but you know, pastor, uh, I struggle with this. How many have have a mask. Anybody have a mask? Anybody wearing a mask? Anybody doing that? You put it on, you go and you get out of your car and walk 10 steps and then you run 10 steps back and get your mask and going into the grocery store, you put it on and you say, I just don't like wearing this mask, but you do it because you want to protect others and you do it because it is what has been directed and you do it not because you like it, but you believe it's wisdom. And I'm telling you that God's word, you don't always like everything. Thing he's going to do, but you're going to bless God with your life. There is a benefit to blessing the Lord. Those who live out their lives blessing the Lord, you will experience the blessings of the Lord as you bless the Lord. You will be blessed. Psalm 84 and 11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor no good thing does he withhold from those who walk blameless, whose walk is blameless. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, amen. So my life isn't blameless. Somebody thank God for the blood of Jesus. Yes, now I want to teach you this. You cannot outbless God. Right. James 4 and 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Amen. So how many know he will draw closer to you than you can draw to him? Yes. Draw near. James 4 and 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will, he will exalt you. So let me make this practical because this room is full of stories on this Thanksgiving day. But Deuteronomy 28, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings. If you obey your God, your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and your bread bowl will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. Come on, we used to sing it like this. I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you come and when you go. Come on, I'm blessed. And you'll see that in your life. Folks, it's good to honor God. It's a good thing to honor God. I want my family whole. I want my grandchildren whole. This is not just a moment in Scripture. This is the principle of God's word. It is the promise of God to Abraham. The Lord said to Abram, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house to a land I will show you. I'll make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. That's good for Abraham. That's good for me. Simply put, he said, you bless me, I'll bless you. I've noticed uh, a little extra lately with the faithfulness of this good fellowship here at Freedom. I've noticed the way you've been blessing God. Yes, I love it. I love watching you love on Jesus. I love watching you worship God. 
I don't know, we've had a few worship services. We haven't hardly been able to stop dancing long enough to get to the message. And, and I've noticed that you give. And, you know, in the past, we've always given away some turkeys. But this year, you know, last Sunday, I said, hey, let's, let's not just give a few turkeys. Let's give 100 turkeys away this year with all the fixings. And that, that's big talk for a guy that's got 32 turkeys in his freezer. I had 30 turkeys in the freezer, and, and uh, we just trusted the Lord. We didn't keep sending out notes. You know, one brother and sister, they just brought 35 over one, one afternoon, you know, and then people just bring three or four or five here and there. By the time we got here, the team had already prepared everything, and we were outside, and, and, and we thought it would start at 10, but at 9 o'clock, we already had a line all the way down the side of the church, and, and all the guys, we, didn't, we, we were wanting to dine, it's going to be me and you and a few others. No, we had a crowd of people standing out there already, and we put turkeys and fixings, and I prayed with people, invited people to church that hadn't been to church, people living in the neighborhood I had never met before. Why? Because if you bless God, he will bless you. Some of that teaching like Malachi 3 and 10 that we don't like to read, bring all the tithe in the storehouse. See if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you that you won't even be able to contain it. Or like Luke 6 and 38, he said, give and you will receive. Pressed down, shaken together and running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. God will bless you. Get this, God wants to bless you. You cannot and will not ever be able to outbless God. But if you listen carefully to the blessing of Abraham, God has a plan not only to bless you, but for you to become the blesser. You are conduit. God wants to flow through your life. Hallelujah. And you will be a blessing. I like Genesis 12. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Do you remember those people who blessed you? Anybody? Some of you might have been hurt or wounded in your life. And while I'm telling this, you remember people who cursed you. But do you remember those people who blessed you? Those people who just truly cared for you? I got a lot of folks who've loved me and blessed me. One of those that I remember who's gone on to heaven is my Aunt Janie, okay? Now, I know you're Virginian. We always say aunt, but where I came from, it was aunt, all right? Can I get an amen from anybody that knows that, all right? So, so I, I, I say aunt. I say it properly because I'm a Virginian now because I've been here for so long, but... But Aunt Janie uh, always loved on me. And we would go, I would go to her house, and she would wrap me up in her arms as a little boy. And she'd say, I love you so good. And she would pull on my cheeks and make over me. I loved going to Aunt Janie's house because Aunt Janie loved me so good and blessed me so good. Ricky Jean, I love you so good. I still hear her words. But just her words lit me up and Kept my heart whole. And that's how I feel. Anybody, you know, like, that's how I feel about my mama. I just remember her. My mama's name is Mary. And oh, how she blessed me. And oh, how she encouraged me. Spoke life to me. But not just me, so many others. See, but, but my mama didn't just start that way. My mom started in intensive poverty. My mother started with an abusive father. 
My mother uh, started in her life, and she had a couple occasions where she nearly died because of accidents. And then her, her mother remarried, and she had, yay, an abusive stepfather. Nothing like that, doubling up, you know. She had that in her life. And she could have lived her life troubled, but my mom knew about Jesus, and she found Jesus and embraced a relationship with the Lord Jesus. And like Mary, the mother of Jesus, God raised her up from her name uh, and blessed her because now every time you say the name Mary, you say, praise God for the Virgin Mary who gave birth to Jesus. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed because can I, can I just tell you this? I know I don't seem like much here, but my grandchildren are blessed from my life. And my mother's great-grandchildren are blessed by her life. And my mother's mother's mother, Mary Hyatt, I am blessed from her life. And my grandchildren are blessed. And my great-grandchildren will be blessed. And they will look back and they will say, look what the Lord. You realize that's why, why I'm blessed. Get this. I bless the Lord and I will be blessed. And I will be a blessing. You got to get in this divine cycle right now. Because God doesn't want the blessing to stop with you. Amen. Amen. Ah, let, me, let me finish this. I, I, I want you, come on, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Shout it. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Say it again. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Still with one of our sisters who's planning a ministry for homelessness. And, and as I was talking with her, it, it was revealed to me, you know, there's a lot more homelessness people than you realize. Again, I'm not talking about just the people you see on the street. I'm talking about people who come to church every Sunday. That God has a plan for their home. But you're stuck in yesterday. And because of your wounds and your shame and your pain, you can't see yourself making a step beyond where you are right now. That's the way homelessness is. Homelessness is not a financial problem as much as it is a spiritual problem. I was encouraged this past week. I got a great... Message. I'm getting ready to finish. I'm gonna let, let me just, in fact, stand with me and I'll finish. I'll tell this story and then we'll pray. I had a message from Kurt and Cynthia Petrick. Um, now, you know Kurt and Cynthia, they now have three children that they have adopted from the Ukraine. And uh, those, they're all three wonderful. I know, I know. I know Dasha really well, okay? She's been here for a little while and know her really well. And uh, Kurt and Cynthia sent me this, this message. I'll just read a part of it. Kurt and I want to encourage you today from your online congregation. Thank you, online congregation, for your encouragement. She says, we all sit in the den and dance and sing during worship. Then the kids go to the kitchen table and color or draw a Bible story. Our house is so small so they can see and hear the TV from the kitchen table. And as you were preaching on this past Sunday, as you were preaching on Sunday, you said, has anyone ever dumped you? And then you proceeded to talk about how that can make you feel. And after hearing your question, our sweet Dasha said, 
you know, Mom, my tummy mommy actually dumped me. And we were all stunned, Cynthia wrote. We were all stunned. Then she told us, but I'm okay. I'm okay with that because it was how God made a way for me to be in our family. She went on and wrote, we want you to know how the Holy Spirit uses you every Sunday to teach. And we want to be in the building so bad, but we cannot. And we want you to know as a family, we're being fed well. And my heart just was raised up. Can I tell you, Dasha, you have blessed the Lord with your word. You hear me? Dasha, listen. I don't know about... All of that, but I know your mama and your daddy, Cynthia and Kurt, I know how much they love you, and I know how much we love you right here. And I want you to know not only are we blessed by you, but you are a blessing. And in the future, generations will call you blessed. Because you're blessing Jesus with your life, and you blessed me, and you blessed this church, and you're a gift this this morning. Then we had... Dasha, and we got Dasha that danced up here today. (laughs) I got a message from her this week, just bless my heart. And I love you so much. But it was really thick. But uh, when you finished it, I'm going to say this and slap me later, okay? I'm down for Freedom Fellowship like four flats on a Cadillac. I'd never heard that before, okay? I'd never heard that. And I laughed and smiled and wept. I want to tell you, don't get stuck in your fear and in your trouble. I want to tell you, right out of your troubled place, go ahead and bless the Lord. I said, go ahead and bless the Lord. Go ahead and do it right now. Just bless the Lord. Go ahead and bless him. Go ahead and bless him. Go ahead and bless the Lord. Now, I don't know what you're carrying in your life right now, but with your hands lifted up while you're blessing the Lord, hold your hands open like you're about to catch someone. Because the Lord wants you to know, as those who bless Him, you are about to be blessed. I am, listen, I am blessed, and I'm being blessed. I'm being blessed. And some of you are saying, but you don't know how great my needs are. You don't know how great your God is. And he said, if you will bless him, speak those blessings and live out those blessings, that you can anticipate great blessing. And then he says this, I'm going to bless you so much that other people will be blessed through you. I want to fill up your house so much that you'll have to give it away to others. I will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask and all that you think. Don't think that I'm done with you. Jesus, I'm done. Come on, everybody in the house, bless him. Everybody in the house, lift your hands and just bless him. Just bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. 
Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. You receive the word today? Will you be a blessing? Will you bless him? Will you receive your blessings? You ought to start writing them down every day rather than just keeping them in your head. You know, some, some refrigerator art. Every time God blesses you, I want you to just write it down. Sometimes it's so great you can't even mention it. Just get ready to write it down. Let's give thanks to the Lord for his word and let's thank him for his body that is broken and his blood that is spilled and for our salvation. If you're watching online, please get some juice and some bread and join us. We bless the Lord, the giver of the bread. We bless him. We bless the Lord, the remover of our sins by his blood. We receive these gifts. Thank you, Lord. We sanctify and receive these blessings in Jesus' name. The body of our Lord Jesus. Receive the bread. And the cup, the blood of Jesus, the blood of the new covenant, my sins have been removed. I receive it from you, Lord, in Jesus. Receive the cup. So I'll give him thanks. Listen, if some of my prayer workers would come and stand nearby, in just a moment, I'm going to invite you to come and, and receive prayer. If you've, got, if, if you've got issues in your life, if you need somebody to, to pray for you, listen, if you need to give your life to Jesus, we believe. Come on, just say it with me. Jesus, I believe that you are the Lord. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead. I confess my sin, and I receive your grace. I receive your mercy. I believe that you're saved. I believe that you're giving your life to Jesus right now. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. Be dismissed with you, you choose. If you'd like to have prayer, we have prayer workers that are here with you. I love you all. Sing.